Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello, everybody. Um, sorry, I sound like I've got a bit of a cold, because I have, from uh, my five-day adventure in Sochi. Uh, it was uh, not the most exciting race in the world. I think we're all pretty much on the same page with that. But the result was really good. Um, I was very, very happy to see Valtteri Bottas get his first win of his career. Uh, he's a great guy. He, he works hard. He never gives up. Uh, you know, I, when you look at how his, his season has gone, sort of that surprise drive at Mercedes coming over the winter, Melbourne, a little bit shaky early on in the race, settled down in the second stint, really caught up to Lewis. China was a terrible race for him, spinning on the safety car. But then the way he bounced back uh, and got pole in Bahrain, I thought showed great tenacity. Had a bad race, really didn't have the pace. You know, had to let Lewis pass under team orders. There were lots of stories about is he going to become a number two, all that kind of stuff. But then he came back in in uh, Russia and just delivered a flawless performance. You know, he was quicker than Lewis all through the weekend. In qualifying, it was really impressive, the gap, because all through Q1, Q2, Q3 was always sort of that four or five tenths, which is a big chunk to be faster than Lewis Hamilton, you know, one of the best drivers of this generation. So, uh, and, and then to take the lead off the Ferraris uh, away from the line, and once he got to turn one first, he was gone. You know, he absolutely blitzed it. And I think... Um, you know, I was just looking at the race results. Uh, I've got a screen open here. Um, at the end, 36 seconds. I had to double-check that because I wasn't sure. But yeah, 36 seconds ahead of Lewis. Okay, we know Lewis had engine issues. We know he was told to run in a lower power mode and back off and things like that. But I don't think that still accounts for such a large time deficit. So I think Valtteri... Uh, should be really, really proud of himself, um, and and uh, you know hopefully this will kickstart um, a, a run where he could genuinely turn himself into a championship contender, which would be great. You know, Kimi as well. If we look at it and you look at the sectors, he had the sectors potentially to be on pole as well this weekend, and in the end, he was half a tenth down on Sebastian in qualifying. Uh, in the race, uh, a little bit further back, he was about 11 seconds down in the race, but I think he, he realised he didn't have a chance to to fight for the win. Um, you know, so overall, I think this was a sign from this weekend that Kimi and Valtteri could play a part in this World Championship battle, which is which will be fascinating as the season develops. Um, I thought there was a lot of noise about the Felipe Massa... Uh, stuff on the final lap of the race, the fact that Massa didn't let Vettel through and there were a lot of people saying, you know, Massa blocked Vettel and if not, Vettel would have had a go. I don't believe it for a second. Valtteri had turn two covered, which is the big overtaking spot. 
Yeah, there are a couple of other places where there's potential for a move, but I think he was far enough ahead of Seb, and I think you know we shouldn't shouldn't take away anything from uh, what Valtteri did by uh, playing up the part that Massa played on the final lap of the race. So. Uh, yeah, on on that really hats off to uh, to Valtteri. You know you have to pick your way through the traffic. You can't rely on blue flags all the time. And yes, Massa could have made it easier and backed off at turn three. I'm not denying that. But at the end of the day, I still think Valtteri would have won the race uh, fair and square. Uh, he he did the donkey work in the first stint of the race. That's where really he laid the foundations for that victory. Uh, if you look at the first stint, he made sort of five and a half seconds or so and the Ferraris had absolutely no answer to him uh, you know so then they tried to do something different they tried to go long they tried to give Seb fresher tyres towards the end of the race if there was a safety car that would have helped him because he would have had fresher tyres you know so they, they tried to do something innovative to be different but in reality Valtteri had track position by taking the lead and he had the pace and once you got both of those then you're in control of the Grand Prix it was his to lose and uh, there was no way he was gonna lose that so yeah well done to him Lewis on the flip side had a really subpar weekend by his own account you know he, he talked about it after the race saying he just wasn't happy all weekend it was not been a good weekend for him um, and just sort of trying to speak privately to some people at Mercedes and trying to understand it. And then also looking at the video, uh, for those of you who watched our Channel 4 coverage of the weekend, you'd see I did a qualifying analysis of, of Lewis versus Sebastian Vettel, in fact. And you could see, particularly in that last sector of the lap, you know, Lewis asking for a lot of grip of the front end, which wasn't there. Um, you know, I think the Mercedes clearly didn't have the, the performance of the final sector of the lap. But I think Valtteri did a better job of coping with it. Lewis was still trying to attack the corners and trying to, to push on. Whereas I think Valtteri mentally accepted as a driver, you know what, we haven't got that grip. I'm just going to bring it back. I'm just going to underdrive the front end. And I think the, the track surface in Sochi is so unique that it sort of favours a driver who does slightly underdrive. Um, you know, there was a lot of chat over the weekend about trying to switch on the front tyres and, un, you know, drivers unable to, to light up the front tyres. And I think all of that science, you know, comes back to somebody who is just willing to sacrifice uh, that entry speed a little bit and just think, OK, the grip's not there. I'm just going to hold myself back, make sure I get the apex and the exit. And I think Valtteri was better than Lewis at doing that. And he always had... Lewis, I'm sorry... Valtteri's always been good at Sochi, even in his Williams days. I think he's he's got a good technique of slightly underdriving the front end, and that really helped him out this weekend. Who else should we talk about? I think uh, Force India, great result. A um, little bit lucky because Felipe Massa had that slow puncture. Massa looked well on course to getting sixth place uh, behind Max Verstappen. Williams once again showing it's a very good car. You know, he even qualified between the two Red Bulls, which is a great effort for him. So, uh, you know, they've got a great car. Unfortunately, I believe it was not one, but two slow punctures that caused him to have two pit stops. And that's why even his first pit stop was early. So it's a really odd thing because this isn't normally a circuit where we expect to see punctures and things like that. So it's a really uh, odd set of 
unfortunate and unlucky circumstances for Felipe by Force India got 6th and 7th. I thought Nico Hulkenberg had a good race. Uh, he qualified very well, qualified strongly, which we've sort of been accustomed to seeing over the, the past few races. But normally they've struggled with race pace. And this weekend I thought, um, if you look at it, his race pace was very good. The time management was good. He did the longest stint of anybody on the ultra soft tires, something like 42 laps or something on the um, ultra soft tires. So <clears throat> that was a, a very good effort, I thought, from from him. Um, onwards and upwards to Barcelona. You know, this, the first four races you really take as one. And, and we've got a bit of a form guide. Ferrari versus Mercedes, it's game on. Red Bull, not in the hunt, but they've talked about bringing nearly a B-spec car to Barcelona. And that's where we're going to see all these updates. That's where we're going to see <clears throat> the teams all pushing on with, um, with these big upgrades that they've got planned. And, and really, what we see in Barcelona will define what we're going to see over the next um, five or six races. As you can hear, I'm starting to lose my voice. So I'm going to go find some lozenges. And, um, you know, I will catch up with you all for my next column after the Spanish Grand Prix. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.